Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 1 Corinthians chapter 10 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition. We'll review a few key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. Warnings from Israel's History For I do not want to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and that they all passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them, and that rock was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them. Their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. Not be idolaters, as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in revelry. We should not commit sexual immorality, as some of them did. And in one day, 23,000 of them died. We should not test Christ, as some of them did, and were killed by snakes. And do not grumble, as some of them did, and were killed by the destroying angel. These things happened to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us, on whom the culmination of the ages has come. So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Idol Feast in the Lord's Supper Therefore, my dear friends, flee from idolatry. I speak to sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I say. It is not the cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks, a participation in the blood of Christ, and is not the bread that we break a participation in the body of Christ, because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all share the one loaf. Consider the people of Israel. Do not those who eat the sacrifices participate in the altar? Do I mean that the food sacrificed to an idol is anything, or that an idol is anything? No, but the sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of the demons, too. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the table of the demons. Are we trying to arouse the Lord's jealousy? Are we stronger than He? The believer's freedom. I have the right to do anything, you say. But not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. Eat anything sold in the meat market without raising questions of conscience, for the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. If an unbeliever invites you to a meal and you want to go, eat whatever is put before you without raising questions of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it, both for the sake of the one who told you and for the sake of conscience. I am referring to the other person's conscience, not yours. For why is my freedom being judged by another's conscience? If I take part in the meal with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of something I thank God for? 
So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the church of God, even as I try to please everyone in every way. For I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. This is the end of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. A couple of key takeaways. Paul is warning the people of Corinth to not take God for granted. He's warning them that God punished, destroyed the very people that he saved, the folks that he freed from Egypt, the folks that he led through the Red Sea and turned it into a dry land so they could escape the Pharaoh, the armies of the Pharaoh. The people that he led with a cloud through the day and with a fire through the night. These same folks only to remain, Caleb and Joshua. Everyone else perished, all the generation, and only the new ones were allowed to enter the promised land. But throughout all of that, even because of our unfaithfulness, God doesn't abandon us. He stayed near them. God accompanies them spiritually, and he shows that by the fact that he provides for the miracle of the water coming out of the rocks. So even though they were unfaithful, God always stayed near them, even after he punished them. So let us now end with a short prayer. Father God, thank you for, again, illuminating our lives with your truth, with your words, with the eternal guidance that you give us through the Bible, with the Holy Spirit that comes alive in our hearts. Lord, we thank you for always being close to us, even when we act out, even when we don't deserve it, Lord. We never deserve your grace, your mercy, your goodness, but you never abandon us. So, Lord, we just thank you. Um, Help our unbelief. Help our faith, Lord. But more than anything, thank you for not abandoning your children, Lord. We love you. We invite the Holy Spirit into our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.